Welcome back to the Sports Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Bode Ramsey, along with your co-hosts, AJ Limbo, AJ Fratarelli, and Keenan Ramsey. And today we'll be looking at the Super Bowl and our takeaways from that game. And then we'll move over to the GOAT discussion for football and NFL and NBA trades right after that. So for the Super Bowl discussion, I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but uh, AJ Lowe, would you like to start us off with what I think what we should start off with the person whose prediction was correct. <laughs> okay, AJ. Fine. Tell Fine, us. AJ, go ahead. That's right. My boy Tom, seven rings, but this game was won by the Bucks defensive line. They were killing an injured an injured Chiefs offensive line. And, like, people are like, well, that's why they lost. But, I mean, that's how the game was played out. The uh, the Chiefs de- – Brady knew exactly what the Chiefs defense was using. Uh, the other day I was wa- – they posted the, uh, the mic'd up uh, highlights for the Super Bowl. And Brady was one of the people that was mic'd up. And he was telling all his other teammates, we know what they're running, we know what they're running. So – I mean, I think the Bucks came into this game very well prepared, and it showed. I mean, they dominated on both sides of the ball. And Tom coming home with seven. <laughs> okay, Rakeen, what you got? Um, you know, I was I was a little surprised. It was you know everybody was like, oh my god, one of the best quarterback Super Bowl matchups ever. And then you see my man's Patrick Mahomes comes in, and the entire game he's running the wrong way, just walking backwards down the field. I don't even know, like people and and oh my god, people are like he had no help, but this man really did not play well. I am telling you, he did not play well. Yeah, limbo. Um. Okay. Here's just a couple of numbers about the pressure that Mahomes was under during the game. He was pressured on 53% of his snaps, and he was pressured in NFL Super Bowl record 29 times. The Chiefs, on the other hand, only forced four pressures, which was one of the lowest ever recorded in a Super Bowl. Also, Mahomes was running for 500 yards before his okay, but, pass attempts but like- and sacks. 50 of those yards are just him running backwards for no reason. I don't care how good of a quarterback you are. If this is what you're up against in terms of how your offensive line is playing, you're not going to be very good. And the fact that, like, some of those throws he was able to make where he was literally parallel to the freaking ground, like a foot off the ground, and he throws it and hits Daryl Williams in the face mask with it is absolutely ridiculous. I'm just saying, the fact that it it even hit a receiver – is ridiculous. He threw right to Devin White. It just went through Devin White. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't a good. I'm throw. just That's saying. I'm just saying. The fact that you were able to get a throw off there that even had a shot in hell of being caught is ridiculous. And even the one in the back of the corner that Byron Pringle almost caught was also insane. Like he was chased all over the field, and he still was able to put up a couple throws that could have been caught. Also, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey had a couple of drops during the game, and they the, the offensive line was just a mess. And I, you know how like. Mike Remmers started a tackle for the Chiefs in this game. If you guys don't remember who Mike Remmers is, he's the guy that let Von Miller absolutely destroy Cam Newton in the Super Bowl in 2015 when he was on I'm our sure team. sure you remember it very well. Very vividly. So, <laughs> so the fact that they had him and then whoever Wiley is, number 77, they were both garbage in the yeah, game. I will say, the Bucs the Bucks do have 
a very good pass rush. I'm not taking anything away from that. They do a very good pass rush. But, uh, I mean, the Chiefs' offensive line is just in shambles, and I think that really also, should. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add something right here. I think part of I think part of the loss should also go on Eric Bieniemy. I mean – Oh my God! He had I mean, no you see, you see in the like the first half, we we saw that we saw that um, Mahomes was getting pressured a ton, and I think they were trying to go for like they got down early, and I think they were just trying to go for too many big plays. I think I think um, if they keep it simple with like short, quick passes where you don't allow the pass rush to get to Mahomes, I think I think they have a better chance of winning the game. No, I think you're right. He definitely could have gotten more creative and getting the ball out of his hands quicker and like screens and stuff like that. And you're, it was, it was a lot of simple dropbacks. You're right. Which was definitely not very smart considering how quickly JPP and uh, Shaq Barrett were getting to the homes on Barrett almost every play. The other thing I think this proves though, is that the offensive line is almost just as important as your quarterback when it comes to like value on a team, because if you don't have one, like, I mean, Mahomes is without a doubt the best. He's probably the best quarterback in the league right now, and he couldn't do anything this game without any protection. So Honestly, there's a debate that that Super Bowl game made Pene Suele's stock go up. No, that's definitely true. I mean, that game reminded me a lot of the, the Panthers Super Bowl, to be honest. Yeah. It was just yeah. Cam getting absolutely – hammered by the elite pass rushers of the Broncos and yeah. Michael Orr and Mike Brown was just folding like lawn chairs. So Yeah. I will say Mahomes <laughs> what a bum. Had, Mahomes had no offensive line or no help at all that entire game. But that isn't an excuse for the amount of times that he ran thirty yards backwards downfield instead of actually looking at his receivers and seeing if someone could get open because I guarantee you that he missed open receivers when he was running backwards. It doesn't happen. You don't run backwards that often in like every single play and looking the wrong direction without missing your receivers when he did not have to most of those plays. No, I can see that. He, he could have moved I mean, laterally he got pressured along the sideline, but he just kept on going backwards. It was like, what are you doing? He got pressured early and then and then I think like he got the second the second that, that he felt the pocket start to collapse a little bit, he would just he would just take off and try to No, I think I think the other thing you got to think about is this guy probably isn't used to getting pressure that much. I mean, he's had an elite offensive line in front of him, yeah, like yeah, almost every career. game of his career. So I, I mean, I can understand why he's, you know, he's probably he's just not used to being pressured an entire game like this. I mean, this is this is the first game of his career that since high school even that he hasn't scored. His offense hasn't scored a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, to add to that, this was it was games like these that lowered his stock in the first place in college yeah. at Texas Tech. Yeah, he didn't have that good of an offensive line there, and even though Big Twelve defenses have never been good. He was pressured a lot, and he looked a lot worse than he was when he yeah. was playing those games. Like, he really just didn't look as talented when he didn't have an offensive line. No quarterback can look talented. Exactly. No but, question. Uh, yeah, it was just a really awful game for – an unfortunate game for him. And he's just, yeah, as you said, not used to it. It's been three years at least until yeah. – like, since last time this happened. Yeah. But, I mean, he's he's going to be back, and he's got a long career in front of him. I don't think there's any worry about how good he's going to be for the rest of his Is career. Is he going to be back, though? <laughs> you never know, man. I'm just saying, all he has to do, he had surgery on a turf toe, and then he's going to get his offensive line back next year. They still have all those weapons coming back. I don't see why they're not going to be another. I mean, they're already some of the. I know, Abe. They got to go up against Cam Newton and Jacoby Myers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cam Newton hey, even has a job after this powers. year. 
There are there's been stuff that he's going to be resigned. I mean, yeah, he'll. I think he'll end up on the on the football team as a backup, in my opinion. I think he's going to be a Patriot again. Really? Who? I've seen a bunch of, seen a bunch yeah. of stuff. There's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of rumors about that. Well, I hope he's not starting for your sake, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't want my weekly rant. <laughs> yes, that's very true. But yes, so is that all we got for the uh, Super Bowl? I think so. One more thing. Antoine Winfield has my whole heart. He has I a big dick. So much. He, my man's the greatest player of all time. And also, I'd like to shout out Tom Brady for being an absolute like fucking monster and chasing down Tyron Matthew and screaming in his face. What a beast. That's, the, that, that's how you know. That's how you know. I would also like to hype up Tom Brady after he probably had at least ten shots of tequila. That <laughs> <laughs> man, that man has so My many Super Bowl trophies that he's throwing them across boats, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely but, ridiculous. Uh, it, was, it was a wonderful day for uh, Tom Brady. Oh yeah. Definitely. I'm sure of that. And Gronk was Gronk, too. Absolutely. Let's talk about how Gronk played in the Super Bowl. What a G. Should have been Super Bowl MVP. He looked actually pretty quick in the Super Bowl. I'm not going to cap. <laughs> I don't know if Gronk and quick go together yeah. in the same sentence. Especially not in like 2021. In career. Is he going? Is he going? Is he coming back? He's a free What's agent. Like? He's a free agent. agent? Actually, that's that's one thing we, that's one thing like we should mention. We should mention they, the Bucks have, I think they have a lot of they have like twenty four million space, and they have to resign Barrett, Levante, David, Chris Godwin, Godwin, uh, Gronk, and then there's a couple other guys I'm forgetting that they still have to bring yeah. back. I mean, they should Gr- be able to Gronk, get two of these guys. I, mean, I think you'll be able to get Gronk for cheap. I'm not worried about Gronk. I'm saying he's not really even that important, especially because I think I mean Cameron Brate's <laughs> solid, and they have OJ Howard coming back next year too. But um. I'm saying the more the, free the important guys are my, Barrett and David though. need to come back if they if that defense wants to be anything like it was this year. Yeah. If they lose those two guys, it's gonna be tough to replace them. I, I know for a fact that Mike Evans came out and said that he's willing to take pay cuts, but I just don't know how that much that's gonna affect the yeah. Yeah. space. They still really have so many how... guys. Yeah. And he's still on a big so much. Is he on a big contract right now too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think he's on a decently large contract. I don't know how big it is though. They would have to restructure it, I guess, if they were if he's looking to take the pay cut that he wanted. That he's yeah, that's about. what they were gonna yeah. do. Okay. Well, so I think AB's a free agent too, if I'm not mistaken. Who cares? Um, you know, I'm not that worried about that one to be honest. Scotty Miller is an underrated player. Yeah. No, it's. I'm just saying, in general, they have a lot of a lot of pieces that they need to figure out how they're going to yeah. attack this off season. Yeah. But um, I think that's all we have for the Super Bowl for everyone, in case anyone wants to talk about any other players that took shots this past weekend. Um, but to move on, we're going to go to the GOAT discussion in football. Bodie, would you like and, me to, uh, to tell him about last night, and then I'll tell him about... Uh, we, yeah, com- we had a little bit of an argument last night. And then I'll, tell, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll disclose my conclusion that I came to after looking at numbers and stuff. And I think you're going to like it, okay? Okay. Um, well, basically, we talked about last night. Do you want me to tell what the... Do you mind, do you mind, if, I, do you mind if I tell? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. So, Bowie and I were discussing, we go to debate, and I was trying to prove 
that my point that Super Bowls should not be a major factor when it comes to comparing players. And I was trying to claim that Peyton Manning was a goat. Now, personally, I haven't looked. I haven't looked at the numbers. I haven't dived into the numbers as much as I probably should have. So last night at 1 a.m. after I got off the phone with Bodie, <laughs> I went on Pro Football Reference and I looked at all of Peyton Manning's stats. I looked at all of Tom Brady's stats. I looked at everything from you know the major stat categories to freaking intended air yards per attempt and playoff <laughs> stats and all kinds of things. And what I the the one stat that stood out to me though was the first stat each player ever registered in their NFL career. Peyton Manning was first. Tom Brady was 199th. Peyton Manning was Mm -hmm. drafted with the first pick and was destined to be one of the best to ever play. He was supposed to go down as one of the greatest of all time. Tom Brady Mm -hmm. was drafted with the 199th pick. There was a question whether he would ever make the roster, I feel like. He was supposed to be a McDonald's worker. (laughs) That man was drafted to be, at best, a backup. If everything had gone as the Patriots had planned, that man would have never played a snap that year in 2001. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. That was his second year. Whatever year it was. My point is, (laughs) he was never supposed to even touch the field. And putting Super Bowls aside, like I said earlier... The man went from the 199th pick and an afterthought to having one of the best careers of all time and leading the NFL in a handful of major passing categories and being one of the greatest passers of all time. So for that reason, I have changed my mind that Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, not because of his Super Bowls. I still stand behind the fact that Super Bowls should not be counted because of how much of a team-oriented Wait, 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 wait. Okay. If Super Bowl should be counted, then what do you think about the NBA good discussion? Oh, we talked about that too. So the NBA, the don't N- you worry. The NBA to me is different than the NFL because because one player and offense. One player in the NBA can have a much bigger effect on a team, okay, in my I opinion, than one player that. in the NFL because of how much more team oriented football is. Yes, but then he went on to say that LeBron was the go over Jordan. That's a discussion for another day. And besides, I mean, even LeBron's though is even, even though you just said championships are different, but okay, it's beside the point. And then the other thing, the other thing I want to say is, everyone I, I've heard, I've seen a lot of stuff about people saying, "Oh, you know, Tom Brady's been very lucky throughout his career. A lot of people have been very lucky." But the thing is that people, I don't think people understand is. Every champion in the history of any sport has had some it's kind luck. of luck play in their favor. Whether mm-hmm. it, like Belichick is lucky that Drew Bledsoe got hurt and he ended up starting Tom Brady. Tom Brady's lucky he got drafted by Bill Belichick and Drew Bledsoe got hurt. LeBron James is lucky for a number of reasons. Every champion in history has been lucky. He gets sucked off by the rest. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, I don't want to hear people say that luck is an argument for a person not being deserving of a championship. Every champion is lucky for one reason or another that they got to that point. So that was just one other takeaway that I've seen recently that I think is fraudulent, and I just want yes, to say but that. then that's the same argument for every single player across the board, and Tom Brady has done more with situations where there was no room for luck. It no, that's what I'm saying. Skill. I'm saying okay. that luck should not be okay. a reason that you, you degrade someone's championship because every champion had luck. Okay, okay. That's my point. With All right, sorry. I missed that. So, that's my, that's my final takeaway on the code argument, at least okay, for right well, now, until Patrick Mahomes finishes his career. <laughs> okay, wow. Well, I don't – I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead, Keith. You know, every, everybody's seen a stat going around. 
the, the, the comparison between Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes where they missed the playoffs in the, or they missed the yeah. Super Bowl in the first yeah. year, won the Super Bowl in their second year, lost to Brady in their third year. And, you know, and now we see Russell Wilson, and don't get me wrong, he's a great player, but the zero MVP votes and, and like, a team that doesn't look that successful for the next coming years, in my opinion, yeah, but the Chiefs are built way different than the Seahawks. I well, agree with that. that. But what happens, no... what happens if Eric Benemy goes to another team? I don't think – I think Andy Reid is still such a good coach that I don't think it would have that big effect. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Eric Benemy will be a very good coach because he has learned from Andy Reid. Well, what but happens I think... if Andy Reid eats too much and has a heart attack? <laughs> okay. When Andy Reid is done, we'll see. Because Andy Reid probably doesn't have that many more years as a head coach. But – all I'm that saying. I can barely walk to go shake hands with the other coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you look at the Seahawks and you look at the Chiefs, there's a big difference. When the Chiefs' offensive line is healthy, it's one of the best in the league. And the Seahawks have failed over and over again to invest in their offensive line. And that's why Russell Wilson's pissed off right now. Not only that, Russell Wilson's not as good a player as Mahomes. No, he's just not. And, and he also, he's never had weapons like Mahomes has right now. No, but like even then, I think if you put Mahomes, Chris on Matthews, Wilson's team, if you put, <laughs> if you took, if you took Mahomes and put him on the Seahawks right now, I think that he would still probably play better than Wilson. Oh, honestly. no question, a thousand percent. Like, it's just, but they're not like, going to the Super Bowl. I mean, I wouldn't, that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's impossible. That, yeah, I'd say it's possible, but that he would just be lost the Brady defense, in the which AFC was another conversation we had. I mean. Oh, oh really? speaking of the GOAT discussion, actually, this is, I know I know where I'm going to start, but this is a really important yeah. question. Do you guys still think Mahomes could overtake Brady as the GOAT even though he lost this? No, no. I, I think there's a possibility, but he has a very steep mountain to climb. All right, let's, let's say he wins seven and he still lost the Super Bowl to Brady. No. No, no he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. Go. He okay. lost I was to curious. a 43 year Yeah, if, if you put up the same stats as Tom Brady, it, I don't care if, like, your offensive line was hurt in the Super Bowl. It, it just—it's uh, a stain on your you career. Still lost. Okay. Yeah, you still lost. And Brady was forty-three when he lost. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Very it's fair. just like the fact that Brady. It, this is like if Michael Jordan continued playing and then played LeBron in the finals in LeBron's rookie years or something like <laughs> also, that. Also, I don't. I mean, I think it's going to be hard for. Mo- I mean, no one is ever going to play like this when they're forty-three again. I mean, if there was one person I would pick to do it, it'd probably be Mahomes. I'm not, saying, I'm, not well, saying, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying if there's one person the I reason, to pick to do the, the it. The reason Brady's played this long is because he doesn't take the hits. Yeah. And he, he doesn't run around. But like, we, but like we just like established earlier in, the, earlier in the podcast, this is it's like rough. the only game that Mahomes has ever been blitzed like this in his career. And yeah, it's only but, been hit as much. But if he plays but, till 43, then he's definitely. He still runs around like, like, like against the Browns. He got freaking. No, that's true. But, but Tom Brady also tore his ACL at one point in his career and still managed to continue playing all the way up until That's today. because Tom Brady never, ever relied on athleticism. Mahomes doesn't really rely on it, but he definitely – there's plays where he is running around and he's yeah, doing everything true. in his power. And that will be taken out if he continues to take these hits. Yeah, that will and be part of his game. Defensive players are only getting more talented. It's like – But also – I mean, sports medicine is also only getting better and better. I mean, better. Mahomes also got hurt last. He got hurt last. That was last year. He's had yeah, problems with, with injuries in the past. Yeah, it's not a secret. Like it's never been anything major yet, but that's yet. Like we, 
if he continues taking these hits, he's going to end up oh, yeah. with something major. And I mean, Brady's had one. It's hard. It's hard to predict anything, especially when we're talking about injuries now, and you know who can play the longest. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like honestly, if you're gonna pick one other person to do it, I don't know who else would be like they even had a shot at it. I'm not picking no one else to do it. No, I, it's yeah, it's God. doubtful. It's very hard to. It's, it's almost impossible probably to reach that. I'm saying nah. if you were gonna yeah. pick one person, Ezekiel Elliott's gonna be 43 and 400 pounds and still run football and fumbling. <laughs> yeah, fumble six times a game. But he's still gonna be playing. Uh, I I miss our NFC East talks. <laughs> do you now? I don't. I, I don't either. <laughs> I know I you like do. Age. Age, you love those talks. I just love talking about how the worst of how bad that division is. That's the only thing I like talking. Best about. division in the league. That's why they have the goat Taylor Heineke. Uh, he is yeah, a goat. That's a former. Hey, goat, yeah. hey, that's a former Panther right there. Do not disrespect my man. It's my guy. Uh, I don't know why everybody's so hyped that they signed him. Like he might not even start. <laughs> I mean, he probably isn't. If they if he if they go to the season with him as a starter, I mean, I'd be really surprised. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of crazy. <laughs> okay, we'll see about it. I mean, it's interesting just considering that this is a guy who's nearly out of the league. There has to be reasons for it. So, <laughs> hey, man, he was literally taking. I mean, that man was literally taking his finals during the playoffs, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Vance, Vance tried to get a degree during the middle of the playoffs, bro. Yeah. See, that's why that's why he should be in our goat discussion. <laughs> oh, can we talk? Uh, can, we, can we talk about Cam for the goat discussion? Uh, no, no. no. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, that guy has no I think... awareness. <laughs> um, I think that uh, I think that's enough on the goat discussion, at least. Oh, uh, at least we, we can, settled it. Age. Yes. We can we can go with all the stats and stuff with everything, but that's it for another day. We we have a whole summer. Yeah, not that many sports if we really want to do that. So, I think we're gonna take this and go to NFL trades, or the possibility of NFL trades. Really, is what it is. Honestly, well, should we talk about Matt Stafford first? Um, I think Stafford's a good starting point. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Overpaid. Yeah. Does that, anyone want to talk yes, about I would the like mental illness of the Rams? GM? I would like to. Ageless Age wants to talk about everything. Okay. This They're is the Rams. Yeah, the Rams GM actually. Yes. Yeah, this is most definitely an overpay for Matt Stafford. I will say that they they definitely have too many assets for a guy who has not won his career and has had an injury history and. I love I love Matt Stafford as a player. I think he's been underrated his whole career. I think he's definitely a top ten quarterback. I think most time. NFL fans think top that. ten. Yes, definitely top ten. Mm, okay, he's he's. I think without in the, my, my opinion, a thousand on the border percent. around there, maybe. I think he's. I mean, I'm not saying he's anything. He's probably like the highest eight <laughs> at, at the highest eight. But I'm saying he's top ten for sure. in the league. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and I would like to see him on the Rams for that's true. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. He's not top ten. Yeah, he, I don't think he's top 10. I, I think he is, and I think he's going to prove that this year. But anyway, although it is an overpay, you get an arm, a, talent, a talented arm like Stafford paired with an insane offensive mind like McVay with a really solid offensive line, a star running back in the making in Cam Akers, and some, pr- on my mm-hmm. fantasy team some, some pretty solid uh, receiving <laughs> weapons between Cup, Woods, Van Jefferson, a couple of those other guys. They have their pretty solid receivers. I really like what they're going to be able to do offensively, especially when you have the best, one of the best defensive players ever in Aaron Donald and a stacked defense and Jalen Ramsey. Yes. So 
yes, it's an overpay, but I think they're in prime position to contend next year, without a doubt. So I kind of understand where it's coming from. I would not have given up the assets to do this. But I also – I don't know about contending. Also, the other thing I want to say is I'm very thankful that they're that dumb because the Panthers are also dumb enough to offer the eighth pick in exchange for Matt Stafford. So thank you very much to the Rams for covering the Panthers' retarded asses. I, I, I honestly, I agree with you, and I'm going to take it a step further because they also got rid of Goff's contract. That's also very important. And that, that's, a big, that's a big deal because like, they're obviously a team that's been struggling with the cap, and that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's something that's important for their future, even though there's not much of a future with their first-round picks. But And I agree. I, I would give up. If, I, bro, if I'm a team, I'm giving up nine first-round picks to win a Super Bowl. I no. don't care. No, so, honestly, if, yeah, if but they win a Super is Bowl, Matt Stafford the person who's going to take the Rams over the hump? Well, I don't think so. but it's a chance. I, okay, 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 okay. But think about, think about yeah, this. I'll think about this. Much. I think this team. So, so, so think about the the Niners that made the Super Bowl. I mean, they have a chance of coming in last place in their division. And they are not coming in last place in that division. That I think division the, the so Seahawks. Think they, about they're it. better they just, than they're better than the Seahawks, without a doubt. They just they just beat so. they just beat the Seahawks in the playoffs with a backup. And Jared, and Jared Goff with half a thumb. Yeah, with with with, with no like, <laughs> like not even on the throw. Like they they were just in the divisional round with like the one of the worst quarterbacks, like on the verge. Like Taylor Heineke would have been in a better position. Yes, than Jared Goff yes, yes. And they were in the divisional round. So adding a like an arguable top ten, top twelve quarterback to that team elevates it a lot. And they were already like successful. Like like to me, this team. Is probably better than that Niners team that went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Mm. I, I could see. I mean, I, maybe not as good defensively. Yeah. But overall, I think they're better. And I mean, I think there's the no question. There's no question that better. Stafford is yeah. miles better than Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, but... and he has better receivers to throw to, and he has better a better running back probably next year, and almost as good a defense with the best defensive player in the league, two of the best defensive players in the league. I mean, the only thing about the 49ers, really, that I saw like that was such a big problem was that quarterback position, which, of course, is a huge problem because it's the most important mm-hmm. position. And it's a big question this offseason. Yeah, I mean, it, we'll, we'll see what goes on. But, like, that team was, had a lot of depth outside of that position. Defensively, they were number one in the NFL mm-hmm. without any, anyone really rivaling them, to be honest. There was no other team you could say. The Patriots. The Patriots okay. did have a very elite defense that year. They did. But what I you're talking about? Think- 20 20 talk about the year the Niners went to the Super Bowl and what defenses were good that year. That Patriots mm. defense was not that good. Pretty sure it was ranked right up there with them. Yeah, because they played some of the worst offenses in the league. They had like 40 touchdowns. <laughs> That's what was yeah, that. Them, I don't care yeah, how bad. Them, okay, if you if you put up those numbers, I don't care how bad the teams are you're playing, you're still like a pretty good defense. Bro, yeah, because they, yeah, they scored like three against Josh Rosen. And they had the deploy. Yeah. That's different. That Patriots defense was not that good. Okay, well, whatever. That's beside the point. We're, 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 going, we're going down the, ro- the rabbit hole here. But the point is, I think this Rams team is in a really big position to contend. And I think – I definitely think they're better than the Seahawks and the Niners as of right now. The, the Niners Agreed. could obviously – if they can they can figure and out the – the Cardinals? Um, yeah, I'd still say – The Cardinals are a guard – like, like they, they are – bro, they caught on fire. Like, they, they were terrible at the end of last season. Yeah, honestly, I – Probably pick the Rams to win this division right now. Yeah, I think going into next year, what? Rams is the best team. Unless, unless, unless the Niners can get a really good oh, they, quarterback. They won the division last year. Yeah, with Jared no, they Goff. didn't. Yes, no, they didn't. Yes, they did. They did. They did not win the division. 
Yes, they, they did. did. <laughs> oh wait, why were they on the? They were not. They oh wait, were, no, no, no. They were, in, they were in Seattle. The they were in Seattle. They were in Seattle for the playoffs. Yeah, they, the Seahawks won, but the Seahawks were clearly not deserving of that win in the division. Yeah, the Seahawks. Okay. The Seahawks finished. The gonna, what? The Seahawks finished. The they season. played no, listen, them in the playoffs you, and won. Listen, the Seahawks finished the season three and four, and then stumbled their way into the playoffs and lost to John Wolford and half Jared Goff with okay, an injured but they thumb, still bro. won the division. You can't say that the Rams won the division when they didn't win the division. I'm not saying they won the division, but I'm saying that the Seahawks were not the best team in that conference. I mean, that division last year. Very true. And that was when they were playing an unhealthy Rams team. They still weren't the best team in that division. One one note about the Seahawks I wanted to mention. I I disagree with all of you guys. They lost that whole. What else do you want to say? One thing about the Seahawks I wanted I want to say for next year. Yeah, what are the Seahawks yeah, doing? Year, How are they getting better yeah. next year? <laughs> they have no money. I mean, like their their defense still right, isn't Brad, very I'm good. To put money. I, I'm willing to put money that the Seahawks are going to be better than us. Oh, right, we can talk don't about they have that. A first yeah, let's bet, bro. Put money on yeah, that. AJ, AJ, don't they have a first round pick? Oh no, wait, they traded it for Jamal Adams and next year. They have no ways to get better. This team is not going to get any better. And They're Russell Wilson, really get... Russell Wilson is already pissed off at them. And by the way, for all the people that think Russell Wilson is right for this. I watched a video on this. Russell Wilson was fifth in the league in the amount of time he had to throw the ball this year. And the Seahawks were top 10 in uh, pass block win rate. Bro, is that they have one of the worst in the pocket or is it outside of it included? I think, that's, I think it's inside the pocket, I'm pretty sure. I mean, DK Metcalf sucks. But I, I my point know. is, my point is... He can run straight. My point is, not every sack that Russell Wilson has taken is on his offensive line. A lot of it is on the fact that he plays... And he runs around for a long time, and then he gets hit. He plays to make a big play. He doesn't exactly he doesn't settle. That's what I'm saying. He holds on to the ball very long, yeah, and that's why quarterbacks he in the league today are the ones that settle. And Mahomes has started to get better at that, yeah. honestly, recently. Yeah. Um, but Rodgers and Brady are yeah, the two kings of that. Yeah. No, it's. I'm just saying, he doesn't really have. In my opinion, I don't think he has a lot of room to be. You know, calling. I mean, I, they haven't spent a lot of money on the offensive line. If you look at like. How much cap they space? They haven't ever done. Yeah, that. exactly. So I understand, but at the same time, part of the problem is, is the guy's five nine, and he, he has to find holes in the line to throw the ball. For That's part my of the problem. So he has to hold AJ. on to the ball. He's literally my height, bro. Well, I don't think that's an excuse because Drew Brees is no, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He never he doesn't get yeah. hit very often. So my point is, a lot of that blame also goes to Wilson and not just the off the front office and the offensive line. I blame whoever their offensive coordinator is who has the worst offensive team. <laughs> well, ever. he's gone now. Yeah, they fired him. Oh, that's what I was going to so say next. Yeah. yeah. So, do they bring in a replacement yet? I'm not sure if they did, but I mean, I think any any get rid of whoever their offensive coordinator. They are they already they're the most predictable team in the NFL. They already fired last him. year. They already fired him. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they brought in a replacement yet though. So yeah, I mean, it, it's just it, it's a dumpster fire. That offense and defense now, because the offense has more than enough talent to be top ten in the NFL, maybe even top five. Honestly, I can't believe the Patriots lost to them, bro. They should have won that game. I can't. Do you know who the Patriots have on their roster, bro? <laughs> yeah, if you AJ, look at the bro, Patriots offense, game, the Patriots AJ, offense is a bigger AJ, problem than AJ. Bro. AJ, AJ, what? AJ Lembo. After that game, you and I both said that the Patriots are going to be Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> yeah, I you that. and I both I said We that. did? Yeah. They for over 400 yards that game. We both said it. I guess this is a testament <laughs> to how bad the Seahawks defense is, bro. Bro, the bro. Seahawks secondary rivals the Cowboys. Yeah. that's No, it doesn't rival. It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. They get the best safety in the game, bro. 
nine sacks or whatever. Bliss boy. He he's, that was the worst trade. I, that, that was definitely worse than the Nat Stafford trade, without oh a doubt. Goodness. So yeah, much no, worse. It, yeah, 100% so much yeah. worse. So much worse. They gave up close to as much value. For a player who's not a, who's not valuable at all, first he's of all. He's not a quarterback. <laughs> no, safeties aren't that valuable at all in the first place. You can get away with, with – with young okay, safeties yeah. or let me, let me list the teams with good safeties the Bengals, <laughs> the broncos <laughs> the patriots yeah kyle duggar what a dog <laughs> you it's kind of funny because you were screaming when they picked kyle duggar <laughs> <laughs> now he's a better version of patrick chung yeah, yeah, because Patrick Tongue does cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So I think we're getting, we got a little on top here, but who who are some other guys that you would like to see get traded, and like what trades do you guys think would go down? So, um, uh, not going with the trades, but signees. Uh, JJ, JJ Watt <laughs> has just been released. I think he's going to be wearing that number ninety nine in the red, white, and blue. AJ, and there is blue. no reason for him to go to New England. <laughs> No, zero, zero, because he wants to go to a team that might actually win something next year. We actually can with uh, until they get a quarterback. There's nothing hey, he's happening. Welcome to stay in Texas and AJ, come right over to Dallas. Had, Dallas. Had, all right, hold up, listen up. We had one of the hardest schedules in the league, and we finished seven and nine with an awful team. If we get a more couple, if we get a couple more pieces and a little bit of an easier schedule, I think we can make that. Okay, but no matter what, you're a wild card. Exactly, and he wants to go so to a team. Most teams, there's only two teams that aren't a wild card team. Everyone look, plays tomorrow okay, weekend. Okay, look, look, AJ. The point is one team now, but yeah, but one team in each conference. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's what I meant. Two he teams. wants to go to a team that has a ceiling of a Super Bowl. I don't think the Patriots have a ceiling of a Super Bowl. They need at least three years more. They I don't know if they need that much. It depends. It all depends on what they do. In it, the it depends on if they can get a quarterback. Him, and I don't think they're getting that Dave for a couple Yon years. Connie are going to make um, a reunion up in New England. <laughs> hey, and maybe maybe him and Deshaun Watson will reunion in New England too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God! If we if we take the Texans from a couple years ago. Okay. Okay. I'm I don't. Draft, playing, okay, AJ, I'm draft, AJ, I don't understand how you think the Patriots are even close to having enough assets to get Watson. Uh, we have the former Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, well, you know, the Dolphins have, have the Dolphins have, have two first round picks this year and two of them to trade. And have, first round one of them years. is the third pick. Yes, exactly. They have the GOAT okay, but do they want to trade him? If they're getting Deshaun Watson, yes. No. I mean, who wouldn't trade no. that for Deshaun Watson? If you if you do wouldn't you trade that, you were a dumb GM. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, he's right. There's only one player in this league that can get close to rivaling Mahomes' type of value, and it's Watson because he's the only other young player who's showed nearly. He's not shown the mount, but he's Prescott close. <laughs> Look, I may be a Dallas fan, but I'm not delusional enough to believe that he is <laughs> Deshaun Watson. I would still prefer Deshaun Watson. He has not one squat. He's st- yeah. okay, AJ. Dak, I meant Dak. Oh, Dak. Okay, well, no, no he, want, he hasn't. I'm not gonna. Hate. I've drafted Deshaun Watson three years in a row in fantasy. I love Deshaun Watson. I want the Patriots to get him so bad. It's just it's unlikely that that's gonna happen. Deshaun Watson has his teams that he has a possibility of going to, and, and unfortunately, I don't think the Patriots are one of them. And even and he, I believe he has a no trade clause. If I'm not mistaken, he yeah, does then, have a no trade clause. Are you serious? And and. There are so many. Both the Jets and Dolphins have way more assets to move. They can change the no trade clause, but as of right now, it's not looking likely. 
not to mention Houston's been so stubborn with him. Yeah, yeah and you see the rightfully so. You see the like, I don't blame them, but at the same time, they've been so awful for him, and he has every right to want to get yes. out of that city. Yes, but the thing is, if you're the Texans, you're going to want to find a way to get a franchise quarterback right now, and the Jets and the Dolphins are going to give you the assets. No, they that. need picks because they traded away all their picks for Lurmy Tunsil. Okay, well, you know what? what? You know what? They're going to get, they the get Tua. The Jets and the Dolphins are the best teams Tua. because they have top picks. They're going to they get our get, picks. They can get Tua or Sam, or they get Tua and a bunch of picks or Sam Darnold and a bunch of picks. I'm willing to trade our first, our, our next five first-rounders for Sean Watson. <laughs> Those are going to be some valuable picks, man. <laughs> None of them are ever going to be two or three. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's like it's a, it's a rough situation. I feel like I, I mean, this, this is, is this a is good draft players, class, though. This is why players need to stop signing their contracts early. No, because you can't. You can't. Because if you get injured, then you're screwed. Yeah, you can't wait out. Hey, that got injured and his value went up. I'm just saying there that's are, a special scenario. Yeah, there are very few players in this league where they can get hurt and they'll still get max money I under, or money I understand like that. that but I, I just, I'm just saying when you're at that like point when you're close to a contract, you need to talk to the team and be like, "Yo, if we're trash the next year, like, like okay, the one no thing team's say, gonna do that, bro. No, the, 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 the one <laughs> so thing is, though, is retard. <laughs> he, he signed that. He signed that. He signed that deal with a no trade clause. Here's what I'm saying, Keenan. Is that I see that you're starting and touched up on it, at the, like at the end there. But like, look, it's not a matter of they need to sign the contract later in time. They need to guarantee that they're getting that type of money. Yes. They just need to have more incentives in that contract, to, like to maybe even possibly give them an out if that happens. Quarterbacks need to understand they are the most important player on every single franchise that they go to. If you are a starting quarterback, yeah. No matter who you are, I do not care what other players are on that team. You're yeah. not going to be as important unless it's maybe Derrick Henry or something. Like no, that. no, not a running back, bro. It would be a defensive player for sure. Defensive player. Okay, fine. No, an but offensive anyway. lineman for crying out loud. Jeez. One I'm offensive taking Aaron Donald over a lot franchise. of quarterbacks in this league. No. But uh, here. You need to understand that you need to have those incentives to either keep you there or to give you an out to get out of that team. That is what the quarterbacks need to understand. They have all the power or, in the world. Or these quarterbacks need to stop being, stop being selfish and taking all this money so this team can sign up. Well, like, well this, this is the other problem. You see a lot of these N- N- NBA players get traded. The reason they can get traded is they have one year left on the contract. But Watson has, what, three or four or something like that? Like Four, he has no He has no leverage whatsoever. He can't just say, oh, I'm leaving next year if you don't trade me. Because he can't leave. Yeah. Yeah. So – He's probably not going to get traded because, like, like Harden this year, until he got traded, he had two years on his contract. So the team isn't over a barrel to trade him because he's still going to be there next year and the next three years for Watson. Yeah, it's not in their best <laughs> Yeah. So, like, yeah, I understand that he wants to leave, but I, it's, it's going to be hard for him to do that unless he holds out, and then he's just going to lose his money. So I don't know. What, what, what are our bets? Do we think he's leaving? Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I think I think he holds out. I don't know if I he think, gets traded. I think, I think he bad. definitely holds out. I think he sits out next season. Yeah, I, I think I so think, too. I, I, I don't think, think, I think I don't think so. I think he starts week one. He's he's playing a, a, te- a game in a Texans uniform. Well, well, this is the thing. Like we were talking about, Harden. I just had a Harden get traded. 
Harden didn't have any leverage. The way he created leverage was basically making a shit show out Being of the organization. Fat as yes. <laughs> no, look, look. He, he showed up out of shape. He he started arguments. He, he, he destroyed the chemistry in the locker room and made a hostile trying. environment. He didn't try. He showed up and he didn't care. He made it him like he made the team so bad that they had to trade him. He sabotaged exactly. No, yeah, no but, question. But there's no way Deshaun Watson does that. I, no, I, mean, yeah, I don't think Deshaun Watson depends on how desperate he gets. Desperate times know. call. I, I mean, he really doesn't have to do that much because they're going to be awful anyway. Yeah, the locker room chemistry is going to suck no matter yeah. what happens. Yeah, they're the, going to they, be going they hate the GM at best. Yeah. Next year. I think that and whole team hates best, the owners too. Yeah, they hired a coach that no one knows who he even is. They've got a new GM from from the Patriots. I know, yeah, but Nick Casero. And the, they hate the owner though. I know that I know the whole team hates the owner. I can already tell. And like, the owner like, just came out to say he he just came out today and said that he's staying. Yeah, I know, but my point is no one likes the owner. Like, the whole team doesn't like the owner. I don't think they trust the organization. Well, a lot of teams don't like owners, man. The organization is on the brink of collapse. Exactly. That's my point. There's, I wouldn't know what that is. Huh? Not liking, I, would not, I would not know what not liking the owner is. <laughs> think about the top two NFC East teams. Daniel yeah. Snyder and Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic duo. <laughs> Okay, one more guy I want to talk about real quick is Sam Darnold. I think, I, think you know, I, I don't think he's going to stay. I think he stays. I think he stays. I think they draft really? him. Because personally, stay I think he's pretty good. No, I think they should. I just don't think they will because I think the Jets are dumb. I'm, I think they need to give him yeah, at least a year or two more. I don't know. I mean, I think they're going to trade him just because they're I don't dumb. think he's I ever going to become the Steelers. I don't think he's ever going to become that great of a quarterback, honestly. I want to see him on the though, but I think he can be average. Well, this is the thing from from what I've some of the reports I've seen, the asking price isn't that high from some of the projected trades that I've seen. So I feel no, so I feel like some team is going to offer them some team that's desperate, like the Steelers or like so, or maybe the Patriots will offer a late first round. No, reform. but that's in the division. I don't think they'll do it. I'm saying some team that's desperate for quarterback will offer a late first round reform. I feel like. I think I think I don't think we're gonna trade for a quarter. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff that like we're not going after top players, but we're going after like like those mid tier ever uh, players. Like I saw something like we're gonna go after like Gerald Everett. Which that's I part of the reason that's happening. We're talking about quarterbacks. We're talking about Sam Darnold. That's nothing to do with Gerald Everett, bro. You said Patriots. <laughs> I'm not talking about the Patriots. Talk about Sam I Darnold. Think, I think we'll have to wait. Someone said Patriots. I think we'll have to wait until a couple weeks into the season, because then that's when you'll find out like teams with like quarterback like issues that like are not like fully flourished out yet like the saints like if no the saints I are think... gonna stick with Jameis. i feel like yeah but what if Jameis is terrible well then i'll just finish out the season <laughs> the way i mean Jameis i don't think is... they don't have the assets right now and i don't think to, to make a move for a quarterback yeah, or the they're, they're in a position to be a good team that's the thing that's true that's true i don't i think i think darnold will end up getting traded because i just think the jets are dumb but i do think the jets should hold on to him because i think he could be really good. I just think he's played with Adam Gase and has been pressured on like sixty percent of the snaps in his career, and his receivers have been god awful. So, who's their coach now? Uh, Jets. It, Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Great. That's right. Great. It's a very good hire, in my opinion. I don't know about. I think it is too, but I just he's not going to be a quarterback. No, no, obviously he's not. Gonna, he's not going to help offensively, but I think he'll just bring stability to the organization and like help them bring an identity to that team. Yeah, it's a big so, culture move. Yes, no question. Yes. I mean, he he 100% is the guy who wants that locker room. He was in a Super Bowl like two it. years ago because yeah. of him, too. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, if I were them, I probably would have gone to the enemy, though, just for the fact 
of helping that offense. Oh, I can't I think, believe nobody hired him. How did how did the Texans not hire him? Unless he just didn't want to go there. But the other theory I have about that is that I think he wants to stay in Kansas City until Reed retires and then take over. And that, yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't blame him. I don't think crazy to me. A Josh McDaniels. What do you mean? Because Josh. Oh, just Josh stay. McDaniels. Oh, yeah. Well, but he. Well, he, the enemy didn't accept the job and then leave. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the last two years, I can't believe like he's gone on. Oh time. yeah, no, it's ridiculous. That's absolutely insane, in my opinion. That he's because he's bro. It's honestly just racism. I'm telling you. I'm not gonna say that. I I, I wouldn't go as far either because we just watched Robert Saul get hired. We've watched a few other coaches too. Coley, I believe, is African American. If I'm not, there's like yeah. you were joking about like, the racism thing, right? Or no? What? Are you joking about that racism statement or no? No, there's like four black head coaches in the league. How many are there? Look, I don't. It's, it's a hard topic. I mean, like you, you I, tell I me, say you that, tell me like, that you just changed the culture of this podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you're telling me. You tell me that Jerry Jones about to hire Eric Bemini if he can. If he if, oh. no, there's certain. There's definitely certain ownerships in the NFL. Like there's certain organizations that have problems with. The issue of race, but I find it hard to believe the Texans actually passed up on the enemy for Cully. Like that, that if you if they actually did that, then they might be the dumbest franchise I've ever met. Like, like, it, like the fact if that happened, then I think that it would get out somehow. Though, yeah, that's part I of just the think I think that I think the enemy would have said no before the Texans said no. Yeah, I mean, you just look at like the media and their their dynamic. Bro, they're on a, like you, you know when some, when the media starts to shit on a team or a player or something, they love to continue. Yeah, the Texans have been getting shit on lately, and the media would love nothing more than re- to report on that if that was the case. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's why I I can't say that yet. I mean, there might be problems with other organizations, but yeah, they would get they would love to make profit off that. Yep. That's my only problem. But moving on, I, I think that there's one more trade that we can really talk about, and that is Carson Wentz. Okay. Um, because there's an assortment of opinions you can have on this guy. I mean, it's really up for discussion. I know some people think he's still going to be able to get back to that Super Bowl MVP. Or that Bro, MVP if he goes to the Colts, they're contending. Just a fact. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I think that the Colts is by far the best fit. Um, Especially with Frank, with Frank right Frank there. Right. I mean, oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, I mean, I think that the Colts could seriously become a very, very, like, big contender against the Chiefs yeah. in the AFC. The, the, I don't the think the Bills. Thing. I don't think the Bills would be a, cont- a contender against the Chiefs as much as the Colts would with Wentz on that team. That's tough. That's close. But it's close. It's close. I think that they edge him out for that. And the other, the other thing I saw that I thought was kind of interesting was Ertz and Wentz going to Indianapolis. Which yeah, I would, yeah, would some trade really would really that. like. The, but the other thing I saw was apparently the Bears are interested in giving and sending Foles back to it's like Foles, Cohen, and a first for Wentz, which I actually oh my god, I I kind of really like that too for the Eagles. But that would be so weird because then they just have another quarterback comp. I know, but dude, like Nick Foles on that team, bro. Like I don't know what it is, but there's something about it. Yeah, but then they're also taking on. I mean, that was also Frank Reich last time. They're taking on his contract again. But no, his contract, they they restructured it. It's way less. It's only like $7 million a year now. And I think there's only one or two years left. Nick Foles sucks. Here's one thing thing I want to talk about this whole scenario. This whole scenario has been built up by Frank Reich 
from the ground up. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like when you look at it, I don't think Carson Wentz would have ever become as good as he was without Frank Reich. There's just yeah, no way in hell. Yeah. The way that the way that he played last he's year, there's now. no way in hell that man was not improved by Frank Reich's presence on the team. It's yeah. just they, and because I think Frank Reich is starting to prove himself as one of the best offensive minds in the NFL. I think there's no argument mm, otherwise. I wouldn't say that because this man. No, you look at the Colts. Who on the Colts is talented on that offense? Yeah, but like not it's not the last year that was good. It's their defense. Yes, but their offense was still contending with teams. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. The, he's definitely offense. he's definitely doing Jonathan something Taylor. right offensively because people are hiring his offensive coordinator. His offense is always overperforming, and. Like the like we said before, when once he left, the Eagles' off, offense went down the toilet, and Carson they Wentz fell was, apart. Was, but I'm also going to say that team, especially this year, was a complete mess from the organ from the top of the organization to the bottom. It was a disaster. Everyone was hurt. The locker room was lost. <laughs> Doug Peterson didn't know what he was doing. I mean, there was there was a lot of problems, and I think it's hard to be successful. When there's that many problems now, did Carson Wentz also play really poorly? No question, absolutely. But we've seen what he's done with Frank Reich, and I think getting him back with Frank Reich and maybe getting one more receiving weapon into that Colts offense is going to be something really dangerous. I think it's going to be lethal. Yeah, I mean, when you think about, I just the think best that offensive Frank line in the league right there. Yeah, I just, I just don't think this guy has gotten enough credit for how good he's been. I mean, seriously, this no, Colts yeah. team was it's because uh, like. Bro, the Eagles just left Carson Wentz in the pocket, and they wanted him to be like a standstill quarterback. But with Frank Reich, he knew to put him in motion and do more play action. Then again, that exact part of that reason could be that ACL injury is the thing. Yeah, but, but I mean, I, uh, I still think he can having him back with Frank Reich. I don't think I don't think he's like totally compromised because of that. I think. Having him back with Frank Reich would be really good. Also, putting would restore his confidence. Putting him behind offensive line is actually going to protect him. It's a start too. Because oh, the Eagles' offensive yeah, line this year was one of the worst in the league. That man was getting hit all the time, and he was in a collapsed pocket all the time. Yeah, he's so, still a CTE from Damian Clowney head fucking. <laughs> so you get him some protection. You get him back with his his former offensive coordinator. I think it's like a marriage made in heaven. I don't see what goes wrong there. Also, the Colts' defense is Operation. almost elite. It is elite. Almost elite. It is elite. Yeah. So. That Colts' defense is top five in the NFL, no question. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else have any more notes on Wentz? Nah. Um, I don't think so. Limbo, would you like to take away the NBA trades? Why not? So, um, we already had one small trade go down with Derrick Rose being shipped to the Knicks for to get a his bag ring. of peanuts. A bag of peanuts, basically. Um, Don't dis- disrespect them. I, I can't believe I can't believe a team like the Clippers or like anyone else that's contending oh didn't God, wasn't willing bro. to give up a G League player and a second round pick for Derrick Rose. Like, like seriously, like I, I it boggles my mind. But um, a couple guys that are rumored in a lot of deals coming down to the deadline are Lonzo Ball. Um, there's been talk that the Clippers really want to upgrade at the point guard spot. Zach Levine's name has been thrown out, as well as Kyle Lowry. Andre Drummond. Andre, yeah, Drummond, Andre Drummond, definitely. And JaVale McGee on a lesser note. But a lot of movement could happen, I feel like, at the deadline. I don't I don't think Beal's going to get dealed. 
Nah. Which is really sad to me. I don't think we'll be I think no, he's not. He doesn't want to. I think I think Kyle Lowry is gonna be a really hot commodity coming out I of the deadline. Too. I think I think the Clippers should make a play for him if they can. I think that'd be he'd be that'd pairing be, him again yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah. Ka- with Kawhi Leonard. That'd be huge yeah. for them. He's a major upgrade over Beverly and I don't even know who they have still Reggie Jackson, point guard. Lou Williams isn't even playing in like barely any minutes. Oh, now, he's a he was a bucket but, like two nights ago. He had like twenty five, twenty seven points. But like on the season, he's averaging like nine points a game and like he's three assists. Yeah. So, um, another another player which I know you Celtics fans are curious about is Kemba Walker. You guys? Yeah. Can we get him off the team, please? <laughs> okay. Okay. This was this was I talked to AJ about this before. I'm curious for you to say about this, but okay. What about Kemba for Lowry? What would you think of that? Hundred percent straight up. Okay. Straight or the one thing I think is I think the Raptors might require. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think twice. That's the Raptors might require a first round yeah, pick because, in my opinion, Kemba's up. Kemba's contract is not good, especially if he's on the decline like we think he is. It is. Uh, it, I mean, like, it is bad, really bad contract. So they would have. To, I think they'd have to attach an asset. But I think Lowry would, is the perfect player to play off of two wings like Brown and Tatum. He's really good. 100%, really good yeah. defender. No. I would love to get Lowry. And he know he just knows how to win, in my opinion. Like he he knows how to be a leader in the playoffs when it counts. To get a point guard that can actually take over the way that like we thought Kemba was going to do when he was coming here, and not only that, a guy who is better at defense than fucking Kemba. Like just I, I don't need we don't need more offensive firepower tech. Like really, if you're thinking about it, we need some. But we don't need nearly that much. And Kemba, honestly, has brought down the offense so far from his percentages. I mean, dude shooting 35% from the field and 30% from three. That's pretty bad. It's awful. <laughs> he, and, he's, and this guy is still taking, like, around 15 shots. Put me in the lead. Cannon, you're a brick right that. now. He's killing our offense. His whole – Nah, put me in the league with their trainers. I'm shooting 50% from his, three. <laughs> No, but Kemba's pull-up percentage has also been awful. I was looking at an article about that, and he's, like, shooting under 30% pulling on his pull-ups. Which is supposed to be his bread and butter. That's his his deal. The biggest part of his game. That's his his patented, like, offensive move that he goes to when when in doubt. And he's not done it effectively. It's like everything that was good about Kemba Walker has declined so sharply through these games this season. That it's almost hard to even fathom of just not getting rid of him for someone else who can play defense. Yeah. I would be quick to pull the trigger on like a defensive point guard and maybe a pick for Kemba. Yeah. I mean, well, another another thing I saw, which I thought was kind of interesting, would be Lonzo and Steven Adams for Kemba. But I feel like they would have to attach a lot of picks to that. In order for them to take I'd be on fine that contract, with picks. that would give us a center that would add depth to our team. And I know that it's not someone who can shoot like Brad Stevens likes in our lineup, but we already have Tristan Thompson what on our team. What goofball that guy is. Who's also another bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another bad player. No, I can't believe Danny Ainge, like, of all the centers he could have acquired this offseason <laughs> Steven Adams, Serge Ibaka, JaVale McGee. I cannot Andre Drummond make more out of a Tristan Thompson. That's the guy you go with. Even Marcus Sol. Yeah, you could have got Miles Turner. He's literally offered to him. <laughs> Thank you. Tristan I mean, Thompson's better than I don't all. think Kemba's gonna get traded. <laughs> no, I think I think Danny Ainge doesn't have the balls to no, make it. He's gonna trade. make a trade. It's just Which is crazy. 
He's gonna make no. He, he's made it very clear he wants to make a trade, okay. but I don't trust him. To. Well, the thing is, he won't make a trade of the magnitude of Kemba Walker. Like he'll trade. For, no, he'll trade for like I wouldn't say JaVale that. I wouldn't McGee or something. Like no, that's what he'll do. The trade, the trade exception that we got. He is. He has full intention of making use of that, especially looking at a player like Andre Drummond. Um, but I, I just don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I don't trust it because when you're trying, when you're guaranteeing that you're going to make a big splash in the trade market, that's not a sure thing. You have to have an agreement with the other team before you say that. And the other thing is, I feel like Drummond might already really want to go to the Nets based on all his reporting, and he might just want to be bought out and go to the Nets. Here's the thing with Drummond: I think that he definitely wants to go to the Nets, but at the same time, I don't think that he's going to be opposed to going to the Celtics. It's not like they're not a contender. No, I don't don't say be opposed. I'm just saying. Well, no, they 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 are with him. There's a difference between playing. With Katie Harden and Kyrie, and Kyrie. Oh, I mean, for I his own fully personal, understand. Like, for his personal but stat, I think it's not Celtics like the Celtics better. is him going to the Pistons again. Yeah, but but I guess you think you think he's really like that he could get a ring with the Celtics over a ring. What I'm saying, he is can that get a if okay. You trust, we're saying he can get a ring. That the Celtics, Celtics can build around you and a couple other players, in being Tatum and Brown, and get a few more assets, possibly even. Like I don't, I don't know what they would give up, but I would be willing to give up. Would you rather an, play uh, against for another franchise? Would player. you rather play against the Celtics or play against the Nets? Shut up. I don't know. I mean, the Nets aren't looking that great right now either. <laughs> yes, they. Yeah, okay, that's true. without KD, without their best player, they weren't looking incredible with KD yes, either. Yes, they were. You're t- that team is they not were losing nights, but they were looking bad other nights. That that team Look, is not I, losing I, a seven lost game to the series. I'm just, twice. I'm just saying, I would I would much rather go to a team with those superstars because at the end of the day, when it comes down to the playoffs, I think that team is a better shot. That, to win but tonight. I think that the Celtics are not going to be a team off his list. No, no, he's I'm content not saying, with going to. Yeah, trade. No, they're, they're not. not saying, they're that's why I'm saying that. that. And the other thing is, I don't know. No, they're not. The, the, the rumor is you might not even get traded. On the same level. He might just get bought out, which means he can go wherever he wants. That scares me because he's because then he's going to go to the. That's next. what I'm saying. Dude. Like if that's what ends up happening, because honestly, he's a free agent this year, so half a season of Andre Drummond isn't like you know worth yes. a bajillion picks or anything. All I'm saying with the Celtics net situation with Andre Drummond and him being traded is that when you create a list of teams that you are okay with going getting traded to and requesting a trade, which is going to happen probably. Even then, he is on the block, and the Cavs keep on trying to trade people, so we'll see. But when you make that list, because they're going to force him whether he likes it or not, probably, yeah. you make it of the first couple teams that are top priority, and then you give other teams that you are okay with, too. And there's always, because you can never go with that top priority team because there's situation behind it. You don't know if your GMs are going to be on the same wavelength when making that. So there has to be those other teams. And who knows if you give a better offer than the other team, like if one of those other teams that's below the first few you listed makes a better offer, they're going to take it. They were on the list. Yeah, but I mean, y'all are acting like the Nets are bad. Like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying they're not. They're not playing up to expectations. Yeah, but they're but, not bad. But they're not playing to. Up, up they're to the two seed in the East. There might be. Oh, yeah, are they the one seed? Oh no! Oh damn! No, they're, they're not. Whoops. Yeah, they're not. Seed? No, I didn't. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't even think they are. Yeah, they're three wins above five hundred. 
but like the Celt- but like the Nets, the Nets are not losing a seven game series in the playoffs. I mean, I'm starting to consider the seven. I definitely am a legitimate contender. No, the, I, the, the Nets. I'm. I'm I think hundred percent starting I'm just telling you, the Nets are not losing a seven game series. I I think that's debatable right now. The way the 76ers are playing compared to the Nets, I think the Clippers are more of a contender than the the Sixers, and and they they beat. Well, no, I'm just saying for the East. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is the I'm Nets, saying teams that they're the going to play beat the Clippers. That's a regular season game. Anything can happen. You were literally just saying how they lost to the Wizards, and that's a loss to a team that's that bad. A win to a team that's that good. It's the same no, situation. No, but the skill gap's much closer. I mean, the Nets have shown like when they play against the Nets better team, they always play. Do not well. tell me otherwise. They, yeah, yeah, they play harder against the Clippers, the but still, it's my just, man Joe Harris threw the ball not... at Garrison Matthews. It's just I don't, I don't like. I think that the Nets should come out of the East, but more and more with as time passes throughout the season. The 76ers are becoming closer and closer to overtaking my decision of saying that. I have no idea who I I think is going to come out of the East. I think, I don't think, I really don't think the East can be assessed until after the trade deadline. I think it's, well, okay, for one thing, I don't think there's going to be that big of moves in the trade deadline. We're talking about Andre Drummond being moved around. There's an easy chance he doesn't get moved. I know, but like, there's well, also, let me ask you this: a, If the 50, Celtics 50 were to acquire opinion. Harrison Barnes and a center, would you move them up on your contender rankings? Yeah, but they still be under the Nets and the Sixers. But even then, how far below would how, they be? They'd like, be three. Like, like how? Like, like I'm not. I know that they're three, but like. How far, like, do you really think that the Nets and the 76ers are in a whole nother stratosphere? I think the Nets, like, is there another the tier above six that, in that they're series. in against yeah. Celtics with Harrison Barnes in the center? Yeah, I just don't know who would stop an onslaught between Brown and Tatum. And Bro, that, if you like, watch the Nets, if you watch with, if, if with you a watch center on that team. Who's stopping James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and KD all coming down and knocking down shots? I mean, if you look at certain teams that are built around defense, that will what happen. What teams are built time. around defense in today's NBA? And they're 13 and 11. Kemba Walker is a starting point guard. Can't say that yet, buddy. And we cannot hear Limbo, of course. Don't worry. We don't need him. We're ending soon anyways. What I'm saying is, is that you look like like today's NBA is all about offense and pace. And if you look at the Nets, they have the best offense in the league. And in the playoffs, when it comes down to it, it's, I just don't, I just don't see it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see them winning the defense. Is what it comes down to in the playoffs. Yeah, do you think that you think that they're playing defense right now? I mean, let's all just be real. All these seasons are fake. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to in the playoffs. All these seasons are fake. No fans, no nothing. They're all set up. Yeah, but okay, but every team's dealing with that. Some teams a lot worse. The Celtics would still be the one seed if Jason Tatum never got COVID. 
I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't think so. You're telling so me the they'd, be, eight, they, they, they'd think, be better than 18 yes, and 8? Because they would have beat the Sixers. They're 13 and 8. Uh, yeah, but they would have. They would have beat the Sixers twice. Let me go to this. Well, that, you're, we're just talking about stuff we no, don't know what happened. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you don't you don't know they would beat the Sixers. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's Jason Tatum, the best player in the East. <laughs> but <laughs> top five, don't even. Mm. The trio, trio all three JT, players, probably the Nets are better than him. Oh, never mind. Top six. Embiid. Embiid's better than all of them, bro. Yeah, no, he, he's he's out, he's just outside. He's, you he's mean Demontis Sabonis? Yes. Nah, Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> Lamelo Ball. Bradley Beal. All right, don't pick on Limbo's team when he can't defend himself. Gordon Hayward should be an All Star. But um, I mean, hey, we're talking about regular season teams now, and we look at the Jazz as the one seed. It all depends. I mean, I think I think the East is going to come down to like to like what I mean, the seedings are. The Bucks are like the one and two seed every year, and they lose every year. Who's the Bobo? There was No, no, because I think I think the um. Okay. I think whoever the uh, I think whoever wins the two or three um. The two versus three series is going to win the the East. What do you mean? You see the sense? So no. if 76ers are number one, you don't think that they're going to win the East? Well, the okay. East has... Because I think that that series is going to be Why do you so think it's the two versus three? That I think that like winning that series is just going to put whoever wins that. Um, yeah, it like slightly because because like, like let's it's gonna be like realistic. Momentum. I think it, it's gonna be, it could be um, it, it's gonna be the Nets versus um the Nets Bucks Sixers ver um either one of those three teams Milwaukee probably and I think, right now, and I think that that whoever went like like beating a top tier team like that, I just think that whoever wins that series is gonna give them the momentum to boost them up. That's just my opinion. I don't know, but like the thing is that it will be. Oh no, the one versus four ain't is going to be competitive. The Celtics are going to win that series. That, that... Oh. <laughs> don't get a twist. Okay. Bro, I mean, okay. I don't believe the Celtics right now. right now. They're playing the Raptors, huh? think, right? If they're we're looking at it right now, right? Because they're the four seed. Oh yeah. See, honestly, that's, yeah, that's, no, the that's Raptors aren't series. even like. I mean, I'm I'm not going to cap with you. You think the Celtics versus Pacers right is going to yes. be that tough? I think. Yeah, I think I'm, with I'm the healthy right Celtics now, like, team like with right Marcus now. Smart back, without Marcus Smart and Kemba playing like no, trash, without Marcus I think they Smart, they would lose that series. Well, yeah, and and like, but I think, and, yeah, and we all, I think when it comes like, to playoff like, time, the Celtics I, are going to look so much different. I mean, we'll just have, have to wait every single year now. Like, it feels like, like... I, I, that's what I think with the Nets. Like, I think when when they play in the playoffs, it's just gonna be so different from watching their regular season games. I don't know. 
we'll see. I mean, I still think the Nets are coming out of the East. I just – it's getting close. I mean, I think the oh, Nets 76ers mm. series right now would go seven games. Maybe six. I don't know. I just, I, it's just hard. I think it's, it's just hard to tell when the Sixers the Nets coming like, out on top. They only have yeah. one superstar compared to three. It's like if they put all their attention, I, mean, I guess, but their defense and beat is... them. How are they going to lose? Like if they just focus on Embiid. I mean, DeAndre Jordan is literally a god awful. If he would get, he would get absolutely. I mean, scorched. Yeah, but also they, they, again, they they could look. Yeah, I just don't think there's any way they can I mean, put all their attention on Andre Embiid. Don't be okay. Have a better time. My argument is they don't even have five to. I, mean, I don't think. I don't think they do have to, but I think if they do, it'll just make it easier. I mean, and that's what I'm I saying think right now. Is that I don't think they have I think to. Still, the I think they still win. Guard. I don't think they have to trade for anybody. I think the Clippers. I think they need a point guard. Are easy to. I think the Clippers are easy to be like like to. I could see them coming yeah. out of the West right now. You know. I mean, I, mean, I, I just think, think Lonzo that the Clippers Ball would need one team. more contributor offensively. Lou Williams is like, like, you that. see, the, the last couple games, Paul George hasn't played, and now they're losing. Like, when Paul George is healthy and they're playing, it's like, like obviously, I think the Lakers are coming out of the West. But, like, if you look at the Clippers and you see Kawhi, like, how Kawhi Leonard's, like, MVP level playing and Paul George having a 50-40-90 year, Yes, but I just think that as of right now, Lou Williams is not playing the way that they wanted him to, and they're missing that factor coming off the bench. He's for playing like, just good now. Depth at, like, He's had 15, position. 18, 23, 27 on, on all shooting above 50% from the field. He needs to continue that. And I think that it wouldn't hurt to have another point guard who can run the offense. But no matter what, point guards are not running that offense. To a certain degree. It depends on who they get. Kawhi Leonard. What? You're listening out for me. I don't know. No. AJ, did you hear anything he said? Yeah, I didn't either. All right. I, you, I uh, you glitched out. This. What do you mean? Damn. Yeah, I, I think I think we covered enough. I think that was a good podcast for today, honestly. All right, Wrap it up. Covered everything that we wanted to. Well, thank you for tuning in. If you got this far into the Sports Inscripted podcast, hopefully we will be back in the next week or so, depending on any movements or anything that happens in the news 